scripture as we launch into our lesson tonight. Thankful for the move of God in the house of God all day today. Thankful to feel his spirit in this place tonight. Glad to be home. There's nothing like worshiping with the people of God where you are. And that is here in this congregation. So while we had a great time overseas, there's nothing like coming home and feeling the anointing of God. Isaiah chapter 52, verse number 9. Break forth into joy. Sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord hath comforted his people. He hath redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Depart ye, depart ye, go ye out from thence, touch no unclean thing. Get ye out of the midst of her, be ye clean, that bear the vessels of the Lord. For ye shall not go out with haste, nor go by flight. I like this next phrase. For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your re-reward. Or he will be the God that is going before you. He's a God that goes behind you. He goes to prepare a place. He's going before us. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and praise you. We worship you. We ask that your anointing would be felt in the house of God tonight. We give to you thanks and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you. You can be seated tonight. I want to preach Be Cubed. Be Cubed. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And in verse number 14, the scripture said, and the word became flesh, that which was begotten. God revealed himself through the sonship, or that which was begotten. He becomes flesh. And he becomes the revealer of what cannot be seen. He did not cease to be the eternal spirit, but he became something that can be seen and that can be felt. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. This is a great mystery for in Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 of 1 Timothy. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. This God is the God that makes preparation for us. His word declares to us that he makes a way. Even if it looks like there is no way, God makes a way. Even if it looks like your back's against the wall, there is still a God that can open up a way in the desert. Praise God. He's able to make streams in the desert. An oasis where there seems to be 
dry barrenness. God makes a way where there is no way, and he prepares a way before us. He goes before us, and he's also behind us. Ladies and gentlemen, you serve a great big God. You serve a worthy God. You serve an awesome God. Praise God. He makes a way. He affords to us the ability. He gives to us the opportunity. He opens the door to possibility. He creates a way for a new beginning. God is not against us, but he is for us. God's doing everything that he can to make sure that you are saved. He's gone to the uttermost to make sure that you can lift your hands and say, I feel the anointing of God. I feel the power of God. I feel the ability of God. Why? Because God makes a way. Romans chapter 8 and verse 31 says, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 17 puts it this way. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue shall rise against thee in judgment that thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. The devil can throw everything that he wants at me, but the Bible is true, and I'm standing on it here tonight. There is no weapon formed against me that shall prosper. The accuser of the brethren may say, I'll throw this at you and you won't be able to overcome. But the scripture said, you are more than an overcomer. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and worship him together. God's making a way. God's preparing a way. God is not a distant God. He is a transcendent God, which means he's above all. He's above all things. He's sovereign. But he's not only up there in his sovereignty. The scripture said he's above all and he's through all. And then it said he is in you all. That means he's transcendent, but he's also imminent. He's not a God that just creates and steps back, but he's involved in the creation that he has created. We're not serving a God that's distant from us. We're serving a God that stepped into the realm of humanity and said, I'm going to walk in the same shoes that you're walking in. I'm going to face the same thing that you have faced and the scripture said that he knew no sin and that he makes a way where there seems to be no way when I face temptation he makes a way of escape I'm preaching to you tonight that God prepares he prepares a way that is before us he's not distant but he is imminent in my life. Therefore, it is not arrogant to say that God is on my side. 
I said, God is on my side. The children of Israel faced circumstances, and more particularly, three Hebrew children faced circumstances. They said, you can throw us into a fiery furnace, and the Lord may deliver us, but if he does not, know this, he's still God. We're still going to worship him as God, and we're not bowing to the image that you have set up. We're going to serve the one true living God, and God's going to make a way even if it looks like disaster. And if we perish, we perish. We're still going to trust in God. God's on my side in my past. God's on my side in my failure. God's on my side in my health. God's on my side in my death. God's on my side in my fears. He's preparing a way. He's preparing a way. Mark chapter 1 and verse number 3, John the Baptist said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare you the way of the Lord and make his path straight. But he also said, the one that's coming after me, he's mightier than I, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. Hallelujah. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He's preparing something for you. He's, he's preparing a blessing for you. There's going to be a gift that's poured out upon humanity that is going to be something that wells up from the inside like a river of water springing up into everlasting life. You're going to speak with new tongues. The heart that is in you, he's going to take the stone heart out and he's going to give you a heart that can be moldable. He's going to put a power in you. Oh I wish I had an apostolic person full of the Holy Ghost tonight. He's making a way. He's preparing a way. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God's doing a work. God's making a way. God's preparing some things. comfortable you get in the seat, the longer this message gets. God's making a way, and he's preparing some things. He's preparing some things for you. I want you to point at yourself and say, he's preparing some things for me. Be cubed. He's preparing three things for me. Not B squared, but B cubed. The first thing that he's preparing, the first B that he's preparing, he's preparing a bag for my sins. Job was an individual that had everything, wealth, occupation, family. Jesus recognized the power and the ability of faithfulness. And God in that ancient setting when he's sitting there at the table and he is visiting with those in power and position, the accuser of the brethren, Satan, comes. And the Lord says, have you considered my servant Job? Satan puts his every ability 
against trying to tear down the life of Job. He loses everything, finds himself scratching the boils on his body under a tree with a bunch of friends that are not really friends telling him a bunch of theology that tries to confuse him. But Job is resolute in Job 14 and verse 17. And Job says this, My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and thou sowest up mine iniquity. The bag is an illustration of gathering up the trash and tossing it out. God is the modern-day garbage collector. He collects the trash, and then he takes it to the dump, and he buries it in the dump. Job says he's preparing a bag for me. Hallelujah. When you repent of your sins, you're putting a lot of trash on an altar. And there's a God that says, I have the ability to be the garbage collector because I've prepared a bag for you. I'll put your transgressions in the bag. I'll put your failures in the bag. I'll put your shortcomings in the bag. And then he'll take it to the dump and he'll bury it. How does he do that? He buries it when you go down in a watery grave and you're baptized in a name that's above every name. Hallelujah. Nobody can dig that up. Nobody can remove that because there is a seal on it. God prepares a bag for your transgression. He prepares something in my name. He prepares it. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto the place called Gethsemane. I was there, praise God. Had opportunity to pray in the garden of Gethsemane. Said unto the disciples, sit you here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry you here and watch with me. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and saith unto Peter, What could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if this cup may not pass from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. He drank the cup, the bitter cup of gall that represented every single one of our sins. It was a distasteful thing. For he knew no sin, but he took upon himself the sin of the world. God was preparing something for you, and God was preparing something for me. I can't tell you how happy I am to be in a sanctuary where I can lift my hands and say, God, I thank you for preparing a bag. I thank you for collecting all the trash in my life, all the rubbish in my life, all the stink in my life, and taking it upon yourself. 
I thank you for taking it out and nailing it to a cross. I thank you for giving opportunity to identifying in your death and in your burial. You have created opportunity for me. And I'm thankful tonight. I said, I'm thankful tonight. Anybody thankful tonight? He's prepared a bath. He's prepared a bath. Job said he's prepared a bag to seal up my transgressions. Praise God. The second point is the B squared. He also prepares for me a book for my name. He prepares a bag for my sins. He prepares a book for my name. Psalm 139 verse 16. Thine eyes did see my substance. Yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. God, you knew me before I was even born. My members were written in your book. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. God's preparing a book he described it there he's preparing a book philippians chapter 4 and verse 3 says i entreat thee also true yoke fellow help those women which labored with me in the gospel with clement also and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life there is a book that god is preparing and it is the book of life I want to be in it with everything in my heart, everything in my soul, everything in my mind, everything in my body. I want to be in the book of life. I don't want to be in the book of death and in the annals of dysfunction, but God plant me in the book of life for you have come to give life and life more abundantly. I want to be in that book. Revelation chapter 20, John the Revelator talking about the same book. He said, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things, which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. There's a book with my name in it. I said, there is a book and it's got my name in it. I want the enemy to know when he tries to tell me it's not there. I want him to know, oh yes it is there because the blood covered me, the blood washed me, Calvary touched me, it's there, it's absolutely there. I 
Hallelujah, devil, you can't take it away. You can't wrest it away from me. I'm standing unmovable, steadfast, that the power of God is going to put it in there and secure it. It's my responsibility to make sure it's there. That's why I'm in the house of God tonight. It's my responsibility to make sure it is there. You've got to respond to the gospel. Some folks say, well, you're a people of works. No, we're not a people of works. We're a people of responding to the gospel. You've got to repent of your sins and walk away from an old lifestyle. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. There's a new man walking in these shoes. I'm doing everything I can to make sure that my name is in the book of life and it is God's business to make sure that it is secure. And my confidence is in God. When the enemy comes and tries to mess around with the book, God says, you already tried that. And I came and I took the keys to death and hell and the grave, and you've got no power over what is in this book. I've got the power and the ability and the keys. I have overcome. I'm making sure things are secure. Praise God. If my name wasn't in the book, I'd be trying everything I could to get my name in the book. At what point does he strike off our name? I don't know. It's not something I want to know too much about. In Romans chapter 1, the scripture says that he gave them up unto their own uncleanness. Sometimes when you go a particular pathway, God's mercy in his hand is upon you, and you don't realize that his hand's upon you until he removes and gives you over to what you desire and what you want. And so humanity, doing unseemly things and receiving the reward of their error because God gave them over to some things. He gave them over to a reprobate mind. They wanted to go that direction. To do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. God, take us out of the realm of falling into the error of humanity and the ways of humanity, which is destruction and death, but help us strive to make sure that there is a preparation. You prepare a bag for our sins and you prepare a book of life for us. You prepare a book and we thank you. My, my concern in the house of God tonight is not perfection, but it is perfecting. I am striving to do the best that I can. Are you saved? Yes, I am, and I'm working on it. I'm striving toward it. I'm pressing my way. I'm taking it by force. I'm falling forward. But this one thing you can be assured of, I am not giving up. 
I am not giving in. I am going to continue to strive to do the best that I can to make sure that I'm in the book. Why are you doing that? Well, there's this thing called the book. Praise God. He prepares a bag for my transgressions and he prepares a He prepares a book for my name. B B squared B cubed. He prepares a bottle for my tears. God's making a way. God's preparing a way. The Psalms give us a certain perspective of orientation when everything is going right and disorientation when everything is going wrong. Reorientation when God works out all the wrinkles. Psalm 56 and verse number 8, Thou tellest my wonderings. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. God prepares a bag, he prepares a book, he prepares a bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. I want you to say that together. Say, God is for me. Mm. In God will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Because God's prepared a bag and he's prepared a book and he's prepared a bottle. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 17. For the lamb, Brother McAllister, which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters. And God shall wipe away everything tear from their eyes. God's preparing a way. Revelation chapter 21 and verse number 4, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. God's preparing some things. But until he reaches the culmination of what he's doing, he keeps track of every tear that falls from our eyes. He's got a bottle that he collects. God cares. Praise God. God loves. God knows. Praise God. God cares. He's preparing a way. He's preparing a way to forgive sins. Praise God. Anybody thankful tonight? God knows your troubles. He delivers us out of all our troubles. He knows what our troubles are. And he prepares a bottle for every tear. We stand together in the house of God tonight. He prepares a way. He prepares a way to forgive sins. He prepares a way to save. He prepares a way to bring comfort and peace. This is why the psalmist wrote in Psalm 23 and said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, folks. There's a table that is prepared. God's prepared a bag. He's prepared a book and he's prepared a bottle. He's got everything that you need tonight. There's a table. There's a table that is spread. And on that table, he gives to us everything that we need. You know what I'd be doing? I'd be running to the preparations that God has made. Amen. And in this place tonight, there is a God that responds to every trouble, every difficulty, whatever you need in the house of God tonight. If you need a bag, there's a God that washes away every transgression and every sin. Praise God. If you need a name that is written in the annals of what God is doing, there is a book that he prepares in this place tonight. If you're in the midst of troubles, there is a God that has prepared a bottle to bottle up every tear that is shed over every trouble that you've got yourself in. God is a God that is great and greatly to be praised. God is a God that prepares everything that we need. You won't find it in the world, but in the house of God tonight, you'll find it in this place through his anointing and through his ability. God prepares exactly what we need. Every Every single one of us in this place tonight can understand and know that he paid the ultimate sacrifice. And there is a bag and there's a book and there's a bottle and all you have to do is run to the table that he has prepared. Praise God with uplifted hands. Holy Ghost is talking to somebody in this place tonight. Oh, I feel the anointing of God in this place. What do you need from God? You need a bag, you need a book, or do you need a bottle? There is a Savior that has come to minister. He's prepared a table. Praise God. What do you do if you're hungry? What do you do if you're hungry? You run to the table because you know there's, there's food there. There's sustenance there. There's an ability there in the house of God. There is a table that is prepared. What do you do when you need something from God? When you're hungry in your spirit and in your life. When you're dry in your spirit and you need something from God. What do you do? I'd say what you do is you run to the table that God prepares. And tonight there is a table that is prepared. You're in troubles. There's a God that can respond to your troubles. God, you're mixed up in sin and dysfunction and difficulty. There's a God that prepares a way to deal with it. You feel like you're on the outside looking in and the enemy has torn your world apart. Praise God. There's a God that understands and recognizes and knows how to move you from your difficulty into a strength and anointing and a foundation. You can stand upon his word that he's a God that's here to respond to you. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Oh, I'd be running to the table. What do people do when they're hungry? They run to the table. I'm hungry tonight, seeking after God in this place. Praise God. Standing here, not knowing how. Praise God, praise God. Come on, look at the anointing of God. Lift your you by surprise. 
marching us now.